What day is today? Why? Not Jesus's birthday. Even better, it's my birthday. <laughs> Listeners, the time is here, 3rd of January. My birthday. And what better way to celebrate than listening to the Potsvision podcast? Episode 65. Now we will thrive. (laughs) Listeners, what a treat. This episode is charming. I'm feeling in highest spirits, and I believe Lucas was too. Uh, Much healthier boys, Christmas had just been. Very high spirits, real good episode, real good. Um, (laughs) You're enjoying it? Why not leave us a review? We've not had one since November. Come on, guys, we crave them, please. I'm on my hands and knees begging you, please. Boy, if you're going to leave me begging, fine. Pathetic. Birthday boy begging. How sad can you get? Right? (laughs) Also, if you go on Spotify, you can now rate us five stars if you'd like. Maybe you listen through Spotify. Maybe you don't, but you also have Spotify. If you search for the Potvision podcast, you can rate us five stars in there. That would be lovely. Uh, If you'd like to support us even further, and if you'd like to gain exclusive access to our bonus podcast, Double Vision, where we go into in-depth details about all the films, like we chat about all the films on the the first three anyway, uh, and the spin-off series Fantastic Beasts. You can find that on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pottervision. Uh, the Pottervision boys are also going on tour. <laughs> when I go to pottervision.com for a full list of tour dates... Anyway, is the birthday boy yammering on and on and on and on. This is episode 65. Happy New Year! Welcome to the Pottervision Podcast, the podcast where every single week, myself, Lucas Kirby, and this man on my screen, Tom Lawrenson, we look at a chapter from the Harry Potter books, and we just talk about them over a nice cup of tea and a biscuit. This week, we're on episode 65, and we're on chapter 8 of the Goblet of Fire, the Quidditch World Cup. Mm. Happy New Year, Tom! May I be the first to say Happy New Year to you? You may, thank you. <laughs> How are you, old friend? I'm well. It's a new year, but it's the same old me. I've oh, yeah? still got my glasses on. I've worn this T-shirt before. Hey, I'm still using the same name and pronouns. It's me. I'm the same. It's me, Derek Walnut, wherever it was. <laughs> Alan Walnut. <laughs> my dad's Derek Walnut. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Did you have a good NYE and NYD, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, I don't mind asking about the D. I'll tell you what, 
I just had a quiet night in on my own. I had uh, two separate invitations that I declined. Uh, just, well, I just feel a bit weird mixing that much at the moment. But also, just very tired. So I spent New Year's Eve editing Double Vision. And as the clock struck midnight, I uploaded it onto the, the Patreon page. You got the notification the your transfer link is about to expire he said i should probably download it <laughs> i should download the episode and edit it and so yeah. he did and may i recommend such episode we are talking about fantastic bees and we get talking about the Jarvi. <laughs> he's a foul-mouthed ferret what more could you expect us to talk about and would you believe the potter vision boys had a whale of a time <laughs> talking about the Jarvi? And we also spent about 12 minutes talking about a Mr. Bean impersonator. So if you want to hop on to Patreon, you can access that episode already. Not only that, but you can uh, join in in the Discord server. We're in there. <laughs> we're sending pictures of cathedrals to each other. We're <laughs> wishing each other Happy New Year. It's a laugh. Don't fun. miss out. <laughs> yeah, people are on there. People are talking. We're talking to people. It's good old fun. It's a community. And you are. It's a community. 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 And you can even, the more messages you send, you go up in the levels. I'm on level five. Doesn't mm. mean anything, but feels like an achievement. I'm a bit jealous. <laughs> hey, and also on the 15th of Jan, our new Double Vision episode will be on the new 20-year anniversary documentary. So we're, ex- we're excited to uh, talk about that. Mm. It's mm, out mm, today. Mm, 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 so we'll watch it and uh, do an episode on it. It's interesting with New Year's Eve. Um, oh, a lot yeah. of people you know, they worry about it. Oh, it's organised fun. Will I have a fun time? Completely depends on you. Yesterday, yeah. I stayed in because I was like, I don't really. One day to another makes no difference to me. Another, yeah. a, a two instead of a one at the end of the day. It pays me no bother. I don't mind. <laughs> I, what It's an evening. Do what you enjoy with yeah. the evening, right? Yeah. If you enjoy, I don't know, having a laugh, having a chat, do that. If you want to watch a film, you know. But guys, I'm sorry. It's already happened now, so my advice is falling on deaf ears. Hold that advice close to you for the next 11 and 30 out of 31 months. And use it next year. 30 and 31 months. 30 out of 31. January 20, 31st. What? There's some oh, okay. kind of maths in there somewhere. So, well, you're living on some different planet. I'm living on a different planet, <laughs> what you think, everyone. What, you think there's 31 months? No, no, no. There's only 12 as far as I'm aware. So you He's... were at home with Lucy Lou. He's trapped in the interstellar film. He is behind his own bookcase of CDs. Yeah. Banging on, screaming at himself. <laughs> I'm floating around in space and me. Me, th- me tethers come off and Sandra Bullock's panicking. You're Is thinking of the film? wrong film. What film's that? <laughs> Gravity. Gravity. <laughs> Let me tell you oh, something. It's about space, isn't it? Yesterday, me and Lucy Lou, we hiked up a mountain. That's fun. Which well, mountain, if you uh, don't more, mind, Dan? It's more you? like some kind of peak or some, or some <laughs> shit, if you don't mind me saying the first swear at 2022. Hey! Yeah. 
And dare I say, it was a windy peak. Oh, yeah. Got to yeah. the top, and I started leaning forward into the wind. It's like, you know, doing a Michael Jackson kind of lean. Oh, that's fun, yeah. And Lucy started screaming, thinking I was trying to commit suicide. <laughs> hey, that's fun, ringing in the new year with that. Like, I'll just let the weight, yeah. I will let the power of the wind, right, um, support my body. And she looks yeah. at me and think, he's going to throw himself off. <laughs> hey, how many accidental deaths do you think have been caused by somebody trying to do the Michael Jackson dance? Somebody mucking about like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I do not know. Uh, and then I found myself getting annoyed at other people walking about, family oh. shouting, two yeah. men in broad daylight having a wee up a wall. I oh, I don't like that. Anytime I find myself in the countryside, I find it relaxing. But at the same time, I find myself annoyed that all this land got divided years and years and years and years ago. Yeah. And now yeah. all the land you're allowed to be on, Lucas, is the paths in between it. What does that mean? All, all the fields and the, like, the wildlife is just oh, yeah. owned by farmers and stuff. They've cut it oh. all up. Come on, the farmers. <laughs> Everybody have it. Excuse me. Yeah, but I find myself getting annoyed. And then that was yesterday, big old walk. Yeah. And today, we went for a swim in the Salford Keys. Blooming eggs some freshwater swimming. Is that what it's called? Wouldn't call this fresh water, my friend. Would not call this fresh water. <laughs> the uh, wild swimming. Um... Like I don't know. Open water swimming? Open water swimming. Either way, it's in the Salford Keys. You can swim while looking at Nando's on the shopping centre. I was in there floating around with a big black tyre. Um, there was a pair of an old woman's pantyhose drifted past me nose. <laughs> <laughs> there was a brown with a little dolly in it. Uh, I yeah. went down to touch the dolly. The dolly slapped me hand. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun experience. A creature. Was it cold? A was it cold? Yeah. Was it cold? I'm asking you. Does uh, Does Lucas Kirkby uh, drive 100 miles per hour? Yes, it was cold. <laughs> <laughs> what um, did you have on? Did you have like a wetsuit on? I had a wetsuit. There were some people in there with no wetsuit. Oh, my God. I got Just in, in the, like shorts. I got in this water and I was like... <laughs> Like ah! struggling to breathe. Why are you doing that? The shock of the the shock of the cold water. <laughs> yeah, Man, doing that. <laughs> and then Lucy did a little prank on me. Yeah, because we get in and we've got to do like a hundred meters or whatever. Yeah, and I think right, let's get doing this. And she starts telling me she's gonna die and she needs urgent assistance. Hey, and that's I, fun. I can't balance talking and breathing at the same time yeah <laughs> i can do one or the other yeah 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 so as i start to talk to communicate with her i start to drown <laughs> hey, that's fun hey. but moments oh, later she said only joking i can swim in this cold water and we swam around and it was an excellent success and i thank her for organizing it all it was a brilliant way to start the new year it sounds absolutely fantastic. Cold, mm. risk of death, 
drowning pranks. Aye, it's only January the 1st. Mm. Oh, and what will the rest demon, of the year hold, yeah? Uh, a water demon swam up my urethra and is now inhabiting my body. <laughs> hey, that's fun. Nothing like a parasitic host to get you started off with the year. Hey. What about you? What stories do you have to tell the listeners in our year 2022, if you don't mind me asking? I don't mind. I'm ashamed to say no fish have swam up my urethra, but mm. I'm recording this on my fancy new laptop. Way. Birthday boys bought himself a birthday present. Yeah, my mum got it me for Christmas, and it's uh, an Asus Vivo book. I don't know what it is. It's got, it's got Windows on it, and it's uh, it's fancy. Uh, so that's I've got a then. new laptop, but the purchase a was new fraught. Laptop, but the purchase was fraught with adversity. Oh, listeners, have oh. you been to electronic shops? They don't let you... As soon as you go in, give us yeah. your money, give us your money. Yeah. Don't care what you want, give us your money, give us yeah. your money. Was it that case for you? Yeah, I will not name the company, uh, but let's just call them Cormas. I went to Cormas, the electronic shop, and... Uh, Curry, got it, go on. <laughs> Cormas, or uh, Jal Phrases, whatever we want to call it. There's a little laptop on the display, and it says, Hey, this used to be £800, now it's £550 in the sale. That's good. So we said, Oh, we'd like to buy this, please. Oh, no, we haven't got that at the moment. All right. It's on display, though. Yeah. Ooh. Can we have any ordered in? Uh, let me just check. No, no, we can't get them ordered in. Ooh. Can we get any delivered to our house? <laughs> no, no, we can't get any delivered to your house. Ooh. There is three in Bangor, though, if you want to go to Bangor half an hour away. Oh, that's good. Can we reserve it to make sure there's one still there when we get there? Let me have a check. No, no, we can't do that. Right. Goodbye. So we leave. We then order it online to be delivered to the same shop we've just been in, and it arrived two days later. But I think the crafty little sot in the shop wanted his commission for selling the laptop. But we managed to get it delivered to the shop in two days, so I don't know how the, why they couldn't do it inside the store. For but us. why? Yeah, but you wouldn't get a commission for sending you to Bangor. I know. I don't so know what you, I don't know what was your, going on. What's your conspiracy theory about this commission about? Well, just why anything, would you? He was not trying to get rid of you. I know. He wasn't trying to move you on. To, was he trying to move you on to any other laptop? No, he was just like no. But maybe, maybe he was inexperienced. He seemed to be inexperienced. How old was the boy? I would guess seven, eight, <laughs> something like that. Are you sure he worked there? Well, his mum said he was. Good with computers. A lovely tale. So what was your resolve? You got it you got it from the same shop uh, a few days later. But we ordered it online and it got delivered to the same shop. Oh. So why they couldn't have done that, I don't know. Mm. It shall forever be a mystery, but my mum is making a point of uh, writing to complain. Ah, to be retired. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Indeed. <laughs> hey, my mum was listening to the podcast the other day. What she does, if there's ever anything on telly that she doesn't want to watch, like my dad watches the football or something, yeah. she'll sit on the sofa with her big headphones around her head mm-hmm. and she'll listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a strange experience being in the room with your mum knowing she's listening to you, <laughs> talking about things. And every 10 minutes, she'd have her headphones in and then she'd go, and then look and make eye contact with me. <laughs> and every time I'm intrigued, I'm like, what was it? She goes, oh, you're just talking about this. <laughs> she'd go back to listening. Very surreal. That is charming, Harvey. That is charming. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad because every... Um, Every time we upload an episode, I put a link to the specific episode on the website. Now, mm. most people just sign up on iTunes or Spotify or whatever. Subscribe. And, and subscribe and just get the episodes there. But me mum, every time mm. there's a new episode, she goes on the website, she finds the link that I've put on, and she clicks it, and that's how she finds the episode. Brilliant. By the way, if anyone listens to us on Spotify, you can now rate the podcast on Spotify. It's a new feature, so get on it and rate us, and it'll give us a great chance because you haven't been able to rate things before. It just it's helps the boys out. Helps us out. Hey, I don't, I don't listen on Spotify, but I have Spotify. I'm just going to go on there. Five stars. Thank you, Pottervision boys, and thank you, Pottervision listeners. <laughs> thank you. Please do that. That'd be lovely. Now, Tom! <laughs> yes? Are you ready for the first rundown of 2022? I'm a little bit older, I'm a little year wiser, but I still do the Pottervision podcast to get an education. And that education is through Lucas's rundown! Yes, give me a rundown! Hey. This is all the reading I need for the episode. <laughs> it's all you need. So here we go, chapter eight, the Quidditch World Cup. They've got all their goodies and they go to the Quidditch World Cup. They get to the stadium and they've got seats at the top box. Whoa, it's high up. It's amazing. And there's a little elf there. It's not Dobby, Harry. It's Winky. And Winky's going on about Dobby, saying Dobby wants to be paid for work. Ideas above his station. But it sounds like Dobby's having a whale of a time. Next minute, all the bigwigs turn up. It's Fudge. It's the Bulgarian minister. It's Ludo Bagman. And it's Lucius Malfoy, baby Malfoy. And hey, it's the wife, Narcissa. We've not met her before, have we? Mm. Anyway, the match begins and Ireland are running away with it. They're scoring goals. They're running away with it. Mm. And uh, it's great fun. Then it gets a bit rough. The Bulgarians start attacking people. There are these fiery babes attacking people on the pitch. It's crazy. Uh, And then for some unknown reason, Victor Crumb sacrifices the entire match by sacrificing the snitch while they were 160 points behind. Ireland win the Quidditch World Cup and they've got a lovely trophy for their cabinets. And that is the Quidditch World Cup. Excellent. I couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) (laughs) What a chapter. What a chapter. Quidditch World Cup. Yeah. I'm excited. You're excited. The listeners are excited. 
We love Quidditch. <laughs> if you liked previous Quidditch chapters, such as the Rogue Bludger and Gryffindor versus Ravenclaw, then you're going to love the Quidditch World Cup. You are, because unlike those other chapters, this has got shit going on. <laughs> shit going on, it's an exciting match. First chapter, I feel like this is the first uh, episode we've ever had Harry as a spectator before. I know, and he's loving it. Mm. He's seeing Quidditch as it should be played. Not this Mickey Mouse tournament at school with little blotchy teenagers faffing around. Yeah. These are the elite, the best of the best, flying around, scoring goals. It's top tier stuff. I love that. Ex- def- uh, I love that description of things when someone just says it's like you know childish. Not Mickey Mouse <laughs> Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't think Mickey. Mickey about that. I don't think Mickey whistles that song when you put on a Disney animation. But he shakes his butt. He <laughs> steers the boat. <laughs> he's Steamboat Willie, and I like him. I don't care what you think about him. I'm Team Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> the Wizarding, whatever the hell they are, the Ministry. They have been yeah. doing their best to bewitch this stadium, right? To make sure... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's so, dare I say it, effing big, right? Yeah, it's big. If any muggle comes near, they'll suddenly get reminded of any urgent appointments they have. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, orthodontist! I was thinking about that myself. I was like, like, what appointments do I have? None. <laughs> my diary is as empty as the tubs of celebrations that litter my home. <laughs> Imagine uh, your husband's gone out for a walk in the countryside, comes back ten minutes later. I've got the dentist. Not for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing back here? You meant to be on a walk to clear your head. Get out. That's what your therapist told you. No, I'm back now. Who's that? <gasps> Never you mind. <laughs> hey, it's my GCSEs. Well, get back to your walk. <laughs> hey, and it says Harry couldn't stop grinning looking at everything. I'm just wondering how long that went on for. <laughs> Harry could not stop grinning. Is he there in the urinals at half time? <laughs> Listeners, I can't uh, stop. Lucas is grinning to emphasise his joke. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are listening, which is everyone but me and him, he's grinning. <laughs> he's grinning. Sometimes I do things just for Tom's benefit to get a giggle out of him. And today it's grinning. He did the setup, and the punchline was silent in the form of a grin. <laughs> they seat. Harry and the Weasleys at the highest seat in the stadium. Yeah. Luxury to be above everyone else. I am, of course, the king of the castle, and you, my friend, are the dirty rascal. It's always better to be above people, right? Always. Top flat. Have the top flat. Have, have a the top flat. Be top in a bunk. Drive a van rather than a little car. You can yeah. see above people. You ever driven a big car like a four by four, a van, or a lorry, or a bus, Lucas? Have you? I can say that I've never driven a van, nor a lorry, nor a bus, nor a four by four. Hmm. 
I've only ever driven three ve- oh no, four vehicles in my entire life. I've driven Martina's Mini, I had a Skoda, now I've got a Hyundai, and the car of me driving instructor Trevor Young. What was that? Dunno, it was blue though, I can tell you it was blue. I love those kind of cars. <laughs> I love the blueies. This stadium is enormous, and Harry could tell that ten cathedrals would fit comfortably inside it. Mm. Oh, yes, Mr. Weasley. In the Muggle world, we always measure things in cathedrals. Mm. So, uh, how much land comes with this house? Mm, it's about uh, 3.5 hectares. Yeah, yeah. What's that in cathedrals? Yeah. About six. <laughs> Tell me in cathedrals. <laughs> Finally, another explanation of Quidditch. Three hoops either side. Oh, <laughs> how would I know? I'm four books in. I would never have remembered. Has Ron got ginger hair? Is Hermione's hair frizzy? Please tell me again. What shape's that scar on Harry's forehead? Please remind me. <laughs> we get the rules of Quidditch again. And, uh, hey, do you know what? The Weasleys do all right out of the ministry, don't they? Free holidays, top box tickets to the World Cup final. Why don't they just give him a pay rise so he can feed his family? Made up jobs. He's got a job doing nothing anyway. I, I work at the Bewitched Muggle Items. Who's bewitching them? Me. Because <laughs> 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 no one else is asked. Yeah. Oh, we found a guy who was shrinking keys. Really? Who gives a fucking flying <laughs> shit? <laughs> oh, he charges people to copy the keys and then they shrink into... into uh, so you never find them again. Um, How much is it to cut a key? One pound. Let him have it. How much do you get a year to solve that problem? Well, shame on them for not going to Timpsons. Actually, do you know what? No brand loyalty to Timpsons. Timpsons are too expensive. Listeners, if you're going to Timpsons to have your keys cut, sure. They're convenient. You can find them inside of Tesco's or outside of Tesco's on a high street. Easily notified (laughs) by that little man hitting a shoe with a hammer. Yeah. I always like my shoes being hit with a hammer. But uh, (laughs) go cheaper if you can. Go cheaper. Yeah. Avoid that animatronic cobbler and go to an independent place. They charged me, I think, £8.50 to have a a battery put in a car key once. Hey, I could do that for you for two. Would you do it right? Don't know. (laughs) Give it a bloody good go. He'd give it a go. And that's what I'm after, you know? (laughs) Ambition. Yeah. He's got that go-getter attitude. <laughs> he thinks he could give it a go. <laughs> All I want is, I don't want results. I just want to know someone has given it a go. Can you do that for me? <laughs> Thank you. Speaking of giving it a go, we get a new house elf. A female hey. one. Wit woo. Wit woo, it's winky. Even sexier. Could you think of a sexier name for a house elf? How odd My that name. a female house elf is called Winky. My name's Winky. Please let me introduce you to my girlfriend, a penis. <laughs> <laughs> this is my uh, my beloved wife, cock and balls. <laughs> 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 
interesting to have another house elf. So there's yeah. not only one. And it's funny that they've got this community of house elves that are talking to each other. Oh, you did wrong setting that Dobby free. Now he wants payment for his services. Heaven forbid. Winky, dare I say it, you've got Stockholm Syndrome. I know. They've fallen in love with their captors. It's quite like, because it's supposed to be quite silly, this, but I found it quite sad. You know, mm. the idea that they don't even think they deserve freedom or to be paid. Very sad. I called in work the other day with Stockholm Syndrome. Did you? <laughs> I've got stocking syndrome. I can't come in. Oh, instead Stockholm. of putting on a voice, you get your partner or loved one to slap you while you're on the call. Oh, so you shut up. I'm sorry, I can't come in. I've got Munchausen by proxy. <laughs> Do you know what that one is? No. Munchausen by proxy is where you trick someone you're looking after into thinking they are ill. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> so if you've got it, you think you're ill when you're not. So I'd be looking after you, yeah. Yeah. And I'd put you in a bed and I'd tell you you couldn't walk and I'd shave your head and I'd yeah. plough you with pills and to the point where you'd be thinking, like the little boy from the Secret Garden. <laughs> yeah. That I'm poor, and I've got Munchausen by proxy then. No, me doing it to you has got Munchausen by proxy. What have I got? Munchausen. Munchausen. <laughs> I'm doing it by proxy. <laughs> oh, I don't like the idea of that. <laughs> well, I still tough. love the secret garden. It's weird That's what the Pot of Vision 2 tour is all going to be about. <laughs> Munchausen by proxy. <laughs> I think a lot of listeners would like that. I think so. Email in if you think we should do that. Mm. <laughs> I did enjoy this fun little reaction at uh, this interaction. Sorry, I'd like to see a spin-off of Dobby's hijinks. What is he getting up to? I want to know what these hijinks are. Demanding money. Um, maybe yeah. he's got some new clothes. Oh, the Dobby's new clothes. What does he want with the money? He's taking himself out to a cafe. <laughs> I think so. He's having a little panini and chips and a coffee. Just enjoying that. I think it'd be simple things like going to the theatre or just buying a newspaper. I don't think he'd understand the theatre. Why not? He's a, he's a little idiot, isn't he? Yeah, he's a little idiot, yeah. You're right, he's oh, a little I don't, idiot. I don't think he could finish it a panini. Yeah. I don't Maybe, think yeah. I can so imagine it... him just, like, going to the fair and spending all his money on the coconut shy, wasting yeah, it all. or the 2P machine. Oh, yeah, but putting, like, £5 notes in it. That doesn't even move the coins, Dobby. <laughs> Idiots. Well, I hope we see no more Dobby this book. Yeah, I do. I hope, we I hope this little mention of him isn't, like, you know, preparing us <laughs> for him to come back. Yeah, I'm hoping we're not having a whole side story about elves in this book, please. <laughs> please. It wasn't in the film, and I don't want to see it in the book. Please, listeners, we've not read ahead, so make sure it's not in there for us. <laughs> yeah, if someone could please find out, and if it is in there, I want you to sneak into our homes and rip out any page that references the elves from now on. We don't want it. I couldn't say it better myself. Lucas, what's yeah. your address so they know where to find you? It is 143 <laughs> Mind Your Own Business Avenue. Funnily enough, they are the nosiest neighbours. <laughs> they love it.
<laughs> yeah, I do like this chapter though because you get such an assortment of characters. It's like a selection box on Christmas morning. Hey, look, I've got a chomp. I've got a curly whirly. I've got dairy milk. I've got some buttons. I've got a fudge. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, you've got a fudge. You've got a fudge. And you can, everyone's jumping in, giving you a little bit of like, you know, their characters. This yeah. as a chapter, I'm giving my rundown, my, my, my like, review of the chapter now. It's a full English breakfast of a chapter. You've got it all. Do you know what? I'm yeah. taking the bacon, which is my fudge. I'm taking my uh, sausages, my Ludo Bagmans. I'm taking, Ludo Bagman. I'm taking my uh, haggis, <laughs> which is my, uh, what's it called? My Lucius Malfoy. But yeah. I reject the beans and tomatoes, the Harry and Rons. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. And I quite like... I quite like how diverse all the personalities are as well. Everyone's like really individual, aren't they? You're telling me. That's what you need in a group of friends, right? Yeah. Differences. Yeah. But similarities as well. But similarities as well. Me and you are different. That's why we get on so well. Yeah, that's why we get on. Listeners, if you've got a friend who is neither similar nor different to you, get rid of them. <laughs> You don't want them in your life. You need a friend that is similar or different. Otherwise, they're not a good friend. Okay. I love this. Right? We get Lucius. Oh! We get Draco. Whoa! Whoa, whoa. Introducing Mummy Malfoy. <laughs> Something finally for the lads. Yeah. We've had a bit of winky for the lads. Now we've got <laughs> Narcissa. She, she sounds gorgeous. Yeah. She might have been nice looking if she wasn't wearing um, an expression that suggested there was a foul smell under her nose. But maybe there was a foul smell under her yeah. nose. Maybe Narcissa has got a sinus infraction and all she can smell is like mucus that smells like dog shit if so narcissa i've been in the same camp as you so that's would be the first similarity i would bring up yeah. say if we're on a first date yeah harry have you not noticed her turd mustache <laughs> <laughs> she is sniffing something horrible <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, Harry? Oh, she would have been attractive if she didn't look like she was smelling something horrible. Harry, maybe you'd be a handsome little boy if you weren't such a judgmental knob. So why does he comment on another boy's mother? Anna, stop it. <laughs> Horny Ooh, little boy. Mrs. Weasley's dumpy. Ooh, Dean Thomas's mum's a... Yo, Draco, your mum. Oh, I'd love to kiss her if she wasn't doing that expression. What? Pick, picky, aren't you? <laughs> He's going to turn someone down based on their expression. Oh, I didn't. I didn't like that. Your mum was like she could smell something bad, and that's that does it for me. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm only really looking for someone who smiles a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> Sorry, we had a nice evening and everything, but you did grimace at my bottom. <laughs> and Listen, I want a constant grin on your face, please. I did 20 farts, and I saw you judge all of them. Uh, and it's that kind of judgmental attitude that I can't stand for. Sorry. <laughs> you are so shallow. You couldn't have just smiled through my moonies. 
<laughs> I can't live with somebody like that. <laughs> I can't live with <laughs> Imagine that as a bloody... You know, in school, I don't know if, like, you know, worldwide listeners had this, but a common insult would always be your mum, wouldn't it? Do you have any of that? People always mentioning your mum. Yeah. Imagine someone being so specific as to say, I would love to court your mother, if not for her expression. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting bullied if you're saying that. <coughs> you think you're being top dog, but you're not. Fudge bows to Narcissa. Yeah. I'd bow myself. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to the queen. It's Narcissa. We've had baby Malfoy, daddy Malfoy. It's mummy Malfoy now. Mummy Malfoy, everyone. Bow, curtsy, Dosey do Who do you think you are kissing mummy Malfoy? <laughs> if you don't stop turning up your nose. And Fudge is so rude about the Bulgarian minister. At one point, he goes, uh, he calls them Bulgarian blighters. And then he goes, oh, this is uh, Mr. Oblanks, Obelonks, so he can't understand a word I'm saying, so never mind. Fudge, I think he can hear you butchering his surname. Mm. Bad boy, naughty boy in your bed. Yeah, slap wrist, clip round the ear, tweak of the nose. It's very nice. It's like a Boris Johnson comment, that, calling them Bulgarian blighters. <laughs> Insensitive. <laughs> don't, don't like it. He doesn't like it. We turn to the Quidditch match. Hey, here we go. It's about time for the mascots. A thousand yeah. Vietnamese children flood the stage. <laughs> <laughs> In they come! Um, no. The Velas. Ooh, what are the Velas, Lucas? They are sexy magic creatures. They are, they look like women. They're more yeah. beautiful than women, yet they are not women. <laughs> no. They dance around, they make the boys wink, and they're alluring. How- Harry was completely taken with them. He did not mind them not being human. All that mattered in the world was that he kept watching. (laughs) He's obsessed with these inhuman women. And it gets to a point where he's about to jump out of the box to (laughs) kill himself. Insane. Imagine Voldemort hearing that news. Hey, can't wait to kill Harry Potter this summer. Don't worry, Lord Voldemort. Uh, he's jumped into the stands of a Quidditch match because he saw some uh, magic women from the highest box from the highest box what was so magic about they were sexy oh and they were real women though. no 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 oh managed to get some blood for me yeah <laughs> enjoy world domination and the porky we still do it no we don't need to do no no no, no. <laughs> Let that tournament take place now. <laughs> Happy days. Bloody hell. God forbid what, what he'd do if you put a sex doll in front of him. 
Looks just like a woman. Harry, that wasn't even magic. <laughs> and then the leprechauns came out. And Harry's like, whoa, those little Irish fellas are so drop-dead gorgeous. I might mm. just drown myself. Harry, they're not magic. <laughs> oh, but they're beards. Whoa. What's up with this, lad? These aren't even enchanted. <laughs> He's trying to you kiss a leprechaun. Lucas, do you think you'd think like you'd ever... Do you think, I don't know, in, would you ever throw yourself out of a window if you saw a woman on the street dancing? Never. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever do it. I can't say for certain. Well, I can't say for certain. I would never jump out of a window for, uh, for any reason. Let me go on record on the Bottomvision podcast and say that I would not jump out of a window for a woman, for a man, for a beast. Mm. Would you? To be continued. Oh, we'll leave that one hanging, listeners. Leprechauns are real. Leprechauns are real. You're hearing it here first. Yeah. Four books in, and we find out that leprechauns are real. Whoa! Every rumour you've heard is true. They dance, they collect gold, they live at the end of rainbows. And they throw coins into the crowd. And this reminded me that Donald Trump did this at the wrestling once. Did he? There was a there was an episode of the wrestling about fifteen years ago when I used to watch it. And he comes in, Donald Trump. He had a big thing with the thing of the wrestling. And uh, he goes, Hey, everyone loves money, don't they? And suddenly all these dollar bills fell down from the ceiling. And everyone was going mental. Bloody hell. What a publicity real? stunt. Yeah, yeah, real, yeah. I don't know about that. I do, that's what I'm telling you. Hundred dollar bills. Not hundred dollar bills, dollar Hundreds bills. Hundreds of dollar bills. Hundreds of dollar bills, yeah. Right. You might have said it right the first time. You might have not. There's no way of knowing. There's no way of going back to check. Mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I was actually enjoying this build-up. There's a big build-up to this match, but I was enjoying it. Different things going on. We've got a referee with a big moustache. Oh, yeah. It's fun. I'm getting excited for the match that's about to ensue. Tell me more. Tell me more. Did they put up a fight? (laughs) They did Uh put up a fight a bit. You see, what is this deal of these Quidditch matches bringing mascots, these Quidditch teams bringing mascots with them? Hello, Vila. Um, we are a Quidditch team. Will you come to a different land and dance in front of hundreds of thousands of people? What do we get in return? Well, Nothing. Yeah. The, the joy of representing your country. It's not our country. To take a magical beast. Yeah. Well, also, a mascot is one. Oh, we've got a team mascot is one person in a big suit. Like, oh, I'm a mm. bear or I'm a crocodile or whatever. You don't have 50. Imagine that going to the football. Hey, and it's our team mascot. It's 50 massive bears. <laughs> and what? it's our team mascot, Darren Brown. He's going to hypnotise you all into killing yourselves. Hey, Leeds United, Leeds United. Oh, but look, the other team have brought David Blaine. He's frozen himself in a block of ice. Oh, will he last the hour and a half in the box? <laughs> Probably. Not that long, is it? 
Yeah. It's David Blaine. The match starts. They oh, yeah. start introducing the Bulgarian team. They're all coming oh, out. Oh, here they one come. After the other. One after the other. But, right, if I was on this Bulgarian team, I'd be a bit pissed off about the fact that they build crumb up so much. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and finally, it is Victor Crumb. You're like, you just said, I got like, you just barely said my name and he's yeah. getting all that. And finally. Excuse me, I've got the most caps for an international team. <laughs> oh, I've just got my surname, did I? This is first game. Okay, right, next next match, I'm coming out last. I don't care if I'm a beater. <laughs> I'm coming out last. <laughs> Why did he get all the bloody credit? <laughs> <laughs> Start describing Victor Crumb. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with these books, but once again, (laughs) (laughs) Victor Crumb had sallow skin. Jesus Christ. Everyone in this series has sallow skin and they've got their mouths agape. Do you know what? I don't think I ever make any mental notes about anyone's skin. I never look at someone and go, oof, their skin's sallow. Oh, Oh, look, I've had people tell me I need vitamin C and D before. I need a bit of vitamin C and D, boy. (laughs) Do they? Strangers. Normal people don't. Strangers on the street. Mm. Oh, vitamin D. I I don't think I've ever had my skin commented on. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Tell us in the Discord. (laughs) Tell us in the Discord. (laughs) Email us. What do you think of our skin? (laughs) Mm. So the match starts and Harry's watching on the Omnioculars and it's like, Harry, don't be one of those people who goes to a concert and films it and just watches the film on the phone recording. Mm. Mm. Be present in the moment. You miss the first goal because you're messing about on the omnioculars. Mm. It does me bloody head in. It annoys that. People are like, hey, look at me. I'm at the thing. And then you see, and it's just them looking at the screen, watching it. They go on about these omnioculars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, there's this magic device that can record, record things in play. Yeah, we've already got that. It's called cameras, right? Stop <laughs> pretending you've come up with something yeah. <laughs> when you haven't. You've come up with Jack, right? That's a camera. And humans, muggles, we've already got them, right? It's not what you're using. Yeah. Copycats. Have any wizards ever so been to you, space? You have an issue with people holding phones in front of their faces at concerts, do you? I don't mind people taking pictures or the odds. I always take one cheeky snap. Yeah. Mm. Cheeky snap, little video. Here I am. Bit of vid for so, me story to show off. Bit of vid for your story. Look where I am. Does anyone Look care? Am, everyone. <laughs> will, will anyone give me a bit of attention? <laughs> <laughs> Are you here? No. Uh, but the people who record the whole concert on their phone or on their camera, you think, sit and enjoy it, please. You're upsetting me. You're upsetting him. He's one of the Pottervision boys. I'm the Pottervision <laughs> boys, and I'm going to make some Pottervision noise. If you do not stop recording the entire thing, be present. That was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been to a sports match? 
No, you go to you've been to darts, pool, <laughs> pool. You, have you ever been to a football match? I have been to a few football matches. My mum and dad support Sheffield oh, yeah. Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday. I think you I've got... seen them four times, and I must be a lucky charm because they have never lost when I've been to see them. I saw them at when, uh, uh, I saw them at the Millennium Stadium in Cardiff win the playoffs. You're a cheeky little get you. What um what like level of like you know football are Sheffield Wednesday in? What league? Now I would guess they're in League One, but I remember I think it was the League Two playoff finals, which is like the fourth. So you're telling me now. you've got this ability to make them win each time and you you've only been four times in your life. Oh no, no, it's just you know a little thing saying they've never <laughs> lost when I've been and I've been four times and considering they're not the best team, that's quite unusual, I think. Uh, okay. Continue. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, mother. So <laughs> So, yeah, I've been to that. Um, I don't think I've been to any other sporting occasions. I've been to snooker matches, darts matches. One of my dreams, I'd love to go to Wimbledon mm. at some point. I'd like to go to Wimbledon. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, the football, I never really enjoyed it. I just used to go with my mum and dad. I've never been to a football match. No. I've watched... One or two games of football in my life, England versus Italy and some other thing, yeah? Yeah. Uh, but I think we need to arrange it. Me and friend of the show, Lewis Shaw, we're going to go, because we both live in Stockport, Yeah. we're going to go to a Stockport FC match. Hey, that sounds good. And uh, you and, can report uh, that, like, uh, your story. We've already thought we've come, we're going to try and get a new chant going. All right, go on then. He goes like this, he goes, Go on, Stockport FC, we're going to bounce you on our knee. We're going to send you home with 1P. <laughs> hey, I like that. Do you know what the existing chants are? What have you got to compete against? I haven't got the bloody foggiest. Yeah, but whatever it is, it's not going to be, Go on, Stockport FC, we're going to bounce you on our knee. We're going to send you home with one P. I mean, that's brilliant. It's, I've already remembered it. It's in my head. Catch it. <laughs> it's good. It's very it? good. Everyone around me, what's this bouncy one on knee bit? Yeah. I like the idea of bouncing uh, 11 fully grown got, sports people on my knee. i got to give up one P. <laughs> I've paid 20 quid for a ticket. You're not expecting a P off me, are you? Harry is enamelled with Victor Crumb. Right, enamelled and enamoured. If you want, he's right. He's flying around, <laughs> and he says he flies through the air so gracefully. He looked like he wasn't using a broomstick at all. Oh, looked like he was flying. Yeah, bet that looked natural. Human being flying about with their <laughs> knees clamped together, <laughs> with their bum stuck out. Oh. <laughs> I doubt there's a broomstick between them thighs. <laughs> oh, if the broomstick wasn't there, he'd look so natural <laughs> as if he was crouched on the toilet, flying <laughs> around. Oh, it was like watching a bird, mum and dad. It was like watching a bird flying through the sky. <laughs> oh, 
I love that, looking at someone flying around as if they're dive-bombing into a swimming pool. <laughs> if, <laughs> do you? if there wasn't a car wrapped around me, it would look like I was floating through the streets of Manchester on my way <laughs> to work. In the sit-down position, that's how people float. Occasionally moving <laughs> their legs up and down and moving their arms like this. And their arms stretched out. He looks <laughs> like he can fly. <laughs> he flies like a bird in the sky. Now, this ridiculous bit I thoroughly enjoyed. So the velas are trying to distract people and they mm. end up distracting the Egyptian referee so much that he starts flexing his muscles and twiddling his moustache. Mm. Oh, what a sight. What a hunk. What a hunk. It's what happening to catch me doing on the first date. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Twiddle the old moustache. Uh, get the old, uh, the old muscles uh, going. Whoa. I love that this guy is suddenly bodybuilding to impress these magical creatures. Yeah. That was, <laughs> it was funny because the uh, commentator goes, somebody slap that referee. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and the way they snap him out of it is by kicking him in the shins. So funny. Oi, Bagman, you fucking slap him. You got <laughs> you want him slapped? Do your dirty work yourself. Yeah. Snake in the grass. You dirty. Smelly half. Cheese and whiskers. Yeah. Oh, there's no magic way of snapping somebody out of it. Kick them in the shins. It's the mm. only way. These are medical professionals running on to do this. What would you do? I don't know. There must be a smell. About a cadaver. Smell. Yeah, about a cadaver. I'd stop it. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, man. There you go. There you have it, folks. Never go for looks alone. Hmm? Well, it's a. Uh... Moral of sorts. Would you rather go for looks alone? Like, would you go, say, um, let's say someone said, uh, you can choose your wife in one or two ways. You can have a conversation with her over the phone, knowing not what she looks like. Or we will show you a photograph of her. It's got to be a conversation. (laughs) You've got to. You've got to know what they're like, haven't you? Looks are a lovely bonus, but it's got to be personality, hasn't it? you got to have somebody who's lovely. Mm. But luckily, Tom, I don't have to choose because my Martina is beautiful and wonderful at the same time. <laughs> what about you? Would you rather a lovely picture or a lovely phone conversation to decide? Mm. See, with a phone conversation, you could be yeah. tricked. They could be lying to you, whereas a photograph never lies, does it? Yeah. This photo was taken today. Look at it. Look at it. Will that be your bride? (laughs) (laughs) I suppose I I can see what you mean. Somebody could pretend to be nice, couldn't they, on the phone? You could get a bit, you know, catfished. When on phones, people get carried away with lying. Yeah, they do. I complained. Have I spoken about this on the podcast before? I had to complain to Domino's. Did I talk about this? 
No, tell me about your complaint to Domino's Pizza Company. They wore me out thin. You ordered a Domino's, yeah. They normally take half an hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. Half an hour, 45 minutes, max. 45 minutes, we call. It's going to be five minutes. Okay. Yeah. They're lying to you. Half an hour later, call up again. Domino's. They go, any minute now, they're really yeah. close. Yeah. Right? Oh, I don't like this, Domino's. Tell the truth. Another half an hour. <gasps> hour and 45. Yeah, yeah. Call up. And the guy's like, well, next time you can have a free pizza, yeah? And we're like, well, what's this pizza going to be like if it's been out for delivery for an hour and 45? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, well, when he comes, open it up, check it while you've got him in front of you. And if there's any problems, call me. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. So he wants us to have this interaction where the man comes to the door. We go, you wait there, naughty boy. We open up a pizza. We touch it. (laughs) (laughs) I want yeah. your manager on the phone now. You call up someone, and then what? He takes it away, and then I wait another hour and a half. Like oh, no. what? What's the plan there? So the man comes. We eat the pizza pie. It was bad. And the next day, couldn't be bothered cooking because we're both ill. Yeah. And I go, what's this? We call up. We like. We think we're gonna have a Domino's again. I get the guy. I go, hey, I'm entitled to a free pizza. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, all right. What do you want? I go, no, 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 not, not just a free pizza. I go, I want more to it. <laughs> like yeah. And he goes, uh, I go, let me tell you, food came last night and I went like this and it was cold. And he yeah. goes, I can hear him grimacing on the phone. Not yeah, liking yeah, what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. And then I go, and I'm ashamed to tell you at a every slice <laughs> yeah 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 and he's getting more uncomfortable he goes yeah, i can't because yeah. i can't give you anything but i can put you on to my manager i went yeah put him on like that i'm wailing i'm literally yeah, yeah, wailing yeah. no yeah a lot of times i lie for comedic effect but yeah <laughs> i was wailing because I, no one wants to talk to a wailing man no they don't so he comes he goes talks to his manager he comes back and the manager's just like, give him whatever he wants. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we get a whole bonanza free delivered to the house. Hey, it pays to complain. Mm. I know it's difficult sometimes to be assertive, but state your case and you will reap the benefits. You just got to stand your ground. No, no. But the added thing is, yeah. wail and moan. If you don't, Wailing you never moan. have to become face to face with a person on the phone. Be pathetic. Be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, start yeah. crying, start whinging, because you're more likely to get something if yeah. you like remove yourself of any dignity uh, than if you go in there screaming and shouting. Yeah. Another <laughs> great technique is ask them for their name and then pretend to write it down. That might get them doing. Uh, I'd ask bullying. That is. It's that is. not bullying. Then you're going. Oh, How's that bullying? That's nice. You, you get what you want, and then they get a story out of it. Oh, fair enough. But they go, the <laughs> banshee called up. <laughs> oh, to work for years, climbing up the ladder of dominoes, to be a manager where you get to be past the phone of a man who wants a pizza for free. <laughs> oh, job satisfaction. Give him what he wants. 
And he'll talk about it and make two TikToks about it. (laughs) (laughs) I've only seen one of them. Um, Right, so Crumb catches the snitch. You dig? What an idiot. What? And the weird explanation how he's like, oh, we wanted to end the match on his terms, right? His teammates will be thinking that. Why have you thrown the match unnecessarily? We'd have played forever trying to catch up. How do you know that, Harry, you little tosser? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Excuse me. I play Quidditch for my school team, and I think he was doing it so he could end the match on his own terms because, you know, I'm a seeker myself. It might just be that he's bad at his job. Yeah, can't do maths. Oh, very cunning, very cunning. He wanted to end the match early as to not to win. How do you want that? Why would anybody want that? I think he got his nose beaten up so bad he didn't know what day it was and he just caught the snitch not knowing the score. (laughs) I'd be furious if I was the team. Or why isn't the team going, stop catching it? Harry wanted... Harry wanted everyone to notice that he'd just been hit in the face, but no one did. 100,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> 100,000 people, no one's noticed. Only yeah. Harry noticed. Mm. Mm. Why is he suddenly this bloody guru on Quidditch? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know who knows. He's good. That, that lad who's not even started fourth year yet, who's, at, who's on a team and he's only been playing for three years, he knows more about it than anyone. Hey, let me introduce you to Quidditch expert. It's Harry Potter. Hey, what's he doing? I like this ball. <laughs> That's Quidditch expert. So he likes the balls, picking them up. I, Ooh, like, I like this ball. Hey, I like, like this ball. <laughs> Imagine that in a few years. Uh, McGonagall going and getting Harry because they found someone else for the... We've found you a new keeper. <laughs> Explain <laughs> to him the rules of Quidditch. Well, these are the balls, and I like this ball. All right. Professor, you can like you come it? back? Do you like it? I swallowed it once. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> and now it only opens when I put it in my mouth. <laughs> he just puts it to his lips on the film, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm, Stick mm. it in your gob. <laughs> it actually didn't touch your lips, Harry. It touched the inside gums of your mouth. It touched that long dangly thing at the back of your neck. <laughs> now get it back stuffed in there, boy. Do you want to save the wizarding world or not? Swallow it. <laughs> Swallow! <laughs> Eat that snitch. We find out the Bulgarian minister was pretending he couldn't speak English the whole time. Oh, I like that. What a weirdo. And God love him (laughs) for it. Great. Well, do you know what? He's probably heard Cornelius Fudge being a right big bigot. And he's thought, hey, I'm going to play a prank on you. Because as well, if you pretend not to understand the language, you get to hear things that they probably wouldn't say if they thought you understood them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fair dues yeah, to hey, you. Hey, you've had Welsh people do that around you, thinking you're English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People speak Welsh and they don't realise you can speak Welsh. And I will not let them know because I like listening in. It's like, ooh, I'm getting a bit of extra information here. It feels a bit secret. Oh, yeah, what kind of things? Have you ever heard anything notable? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to imagine it will happen one day. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, yeah, you get. I think sometimes you think, oh, not that you're daft, but just that you're ignorant of the language, and then uh, it can be quite nice to surprise people that you speak it. Mm. Sometimes, if I see like, I was at, I was at a soft play centre with my niece and nephew the other day, and uh, there was a woman speaking Welsh to her kid about going down the stairs slowly and I was behind waiting and then I replied in Welsh which I think surprised them but uh, yeah. what did she do this <gasps> yeah she went oh. <laughs> I've had a good have <laughs> uh, yeah and then I was murdered brutally murdered <laughs> and luckily the Weasleys somehow win the bets the island win but do not catch the snitch and woohoo, they can now eat tonight because they haven't lost every penny they own. Brilliant. They must have got some amazing odds on that. It must be, yeah, like 100 to 1 or something, surely. <sighs> something like that. And the Weasley boys held out their hands expectantly, like that weird demon from Spirited Away. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Uh, have you seen Spirit Away? I've never seen it, but I've enjoyed the impression nonetheless. He's... Uh, 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 uh. That's, that's Anne from Little Britain. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. How many golden snitches being gargled by... <laughs> Fourth years. Are you giving this chapter <laughs> out of five? Do you know what? I think this is the best damn Quidditch chapter I've ever read in my life. It was good. We had new characters. We had Crumb. We had an Egyptian man with a moustache. It was great. We had a bit of drama. We had Harry nearly killing himself. What fun. Uh, it was... Exciting, interesting. I'm going to give it a very nearly full house, and I'm going to give it four and a half, fourth years, swallowing a snitch out of five. Oh my God, listeners, did you hear that? Four and a half, fourth years, gargling a snitch out of five. Now, for me, I was a bit hesitant when I cracked open this chapter, right? A few chapters before, we're not getting much detail. We're talking like five pages and stuff, not giving us much. Yeah. And all of a sudden, wonder. I'm immersed into this world. And I'm feeling the feelings that Harry's going through. Yeah. Delete. I've been there. When you go into huge stadiums filled with people, going to see something you're excited about. It's yeah. fun. It's nice. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as I said earlier, we were given an assortment of characters, all different in their own unique ways. And a Quidditch match worth talking about. Not only were we given these amazing Dealers. mascots oh. <laughs> who were doing some crazy old things, we were given blinding action. Victor Crumb being smacked in the nose. Yeah. Right. And as well, I delight in Harry Potter any time he's going back to his most unusual self. If yeah. he's going in there, you know, about to jump off a balcony because a woman winked off him, brilliant. I want to be the one to read it. If he's <laughs> coming up with wild 
explanations as to yeah. why Victor Crumb just lost the match. I want to be the one slagging him off. Yeah. <laughs> okay? And it's for that reason I give this chapter five gargling fourth years. Five fourth years gargling a snitch out of five. Woohoo! Lucas, my yeah. friend, yeah. will you join me in this week's tantalizing, teasing segment quiz? Lovely. Quiz, quizicky, quiz, quizicky, quiz, 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 gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, quizicky, quiz, quizicky, quiz, 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 gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas. How well will you do? I'll blow you a kiss. Question one How many does the Quidditch Stadium seat? A hundred thousand. Brilliant. Question two What spell? amplifies Ludo's voice. Sonorous. Oh, excellent. He's done his own work. Question three. Who was the commentator? Full name. L- Ludo Bagman. Correct. Question five. What were the final scores? Question four, you mean? Oh, yeah. Question four. What were the final scores? It was 170 to 160. Mm. Marvellous. And finally, question five. What three names did the rosette on Harry's chest chant? Oh, no. Oh, this is the worst. Right, it was an Irish rosette. Um, I'm going to say that one of them is Connolly. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm going to say that one of them is Quigley. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Okay, one more. Uh, and... Moran. Oh, my God. Can I just say, you got one out of three. <laughs> you bastard. It was Moran you got. The All other right. two was Troy and Mollet. Oh, you led me down the garden path then, you, you bugger. I was getting really excited then. Unfortunately, Lucas, oh. you have not won the quiz. Oh, these quizzes are difficult, aren't they? Oh. You did so well. It rolls over to another week. It rolls over to another week. Mystery prize. Oh, quiz, 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 quiz. Gonna ask you some questions. How will you do? Quiz, 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 Tom, are you ready for the nation's favourite segments, bar one? (laughs) Hedwig's droppings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's droppings. What's in a beak this week? Well, actually, this week we've got two nice howlers. Hey! Now, I've not listened to these in advance, so let's hear them. Oh, hang on. So the first nice howler is from Marge. So let's see what Marge has got to say. Does it come out the bottom bit, the top bit? This is Marge. 
by myself. No Shelly here. Oh. Uh, she's in Florida. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I have a question for you guys. So in one of your recent episodes, you I think you mentioned that it was Stephen Fry that pronounced Accio as Asio, and that really bothered you. So I got to wondering, are there any other um, like pronunciation conflicts that you have? I'll go first. <laughs> when I first started reading the books, I think I was in sixth grade. Like I, I'm of the generation that literally grew up with Harry Potter, and I called our leading lady uh, Hermione um, because I was probably taking like French, and I was feeling very cultured. And I was like, obviously Hermione. And then I, I remember my, I said it out loud, and I think my mom corrected me to Hermione, and I thought she was joking. I was like, no one has ever been named that dumb name before so Hermione was one of them and that also led me to in the fourth book Beaubaton and I got really annoyed when like uncultured peasants would call it Beaubatons um I guess another one that I had that you all say is grip hook which you know you break, break the word apart grip and hook sure but I also see a ph and I say griff hook but like is that wrong so anyway I wonder if you all have come up against any sort of conflicting pronunciations or what have you. Okay, bye. Hermione. Hermione. <laughs> I love that. Hermione. <laughs> well, if anyone uh, has seen the show, that's actually a running gag, how to uh, pronounce a man's name. No. But, yeah. Hermione is going to be in the show. Er, my name is Hermione. <laughs> well, for me, I always used to pronounce it as Rin until I saw the films and found out it's actually Ron. So that was something I did wrong uh, when I was reading the books. I was Hermione. calling him Rin and it's Ron. Hermione is the most popular one, most common one. I thought it was Hermione. Did you? Hermione. Yeah, that's why we say it in the show. Hermoine. Hermoine. It's Hermoine Norris. Hermione My name Granger. is Hermoine. Uh, but Marge, I'm afraid you've got to be on your own pronouncing it Griffuk. It has got to be Grip Hook. I prefer Griffuk. Yeah. Grip Hook. It's like stupid. Like, yeah. Crookshanks. I wish there was a better pronunciation for that. I wish there was like Crochet. My cat's name is Crochet. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) For me, the biggest mispronunciation uh, is it's supposed to be Abracadabra, not (laughs) Avada Kedavra. It's a spell. It's magic. It's Abracadabra. It's Abracadabra. (laughs) Thank you for your nice hour. Abracadabra. Abracadabra. Hocus pocus. Now we've had. Now I don't. I think there might have been uh, a bit of argy bargy because we've got a separate howler from Shelley, mm. and uh, I feel like the team have been split up for some reason. But she's in Florida, we've heard. Right. So here is the howler from Shelley. Hi, Potter Vision boys. It's Shelley of the BFF Marge and Shelley. I recently listened to the entire Goblet of Fire audiobook on an extremely long drive from where I live in Washington, D.C. to Florida to visit my parents over the holidays. Oh, we didn't and know you were in Florida. thinking, and I have a little question for you guys. If you could make a hybrid animal out of any two magical creatures, what would the two creatures be? What would the hybrid 
thank you for your question. Let me just say, I would expose any creature to kids. What about you, Tom? (laughs) (laughs) My hybrid animal, right? I put a lot of thought into this. Yeah. I would combine a giant with a Vera. Oh, yeah. What would it... And like, because giants are big. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Hopefully, mixing it with a Vera, we can yeah. get it sexy. <laughs> hey, sexy giants. Giant, sexy, giant, sexy women. Um, and me, uh, I would mix a goblin and an imp to create a gimp. And that would be my brand new magical creature. And you're exposing a gimp to kids here. <laughs> you already said you would, so you can't backtrack. <laughs> You freak! Now I've been oh, I've been rumbled. I'd expose anything, starting with a gimp. (laughs) (laughs) For me, I would also mix a Vera with uh, a normal animal. A duck. Thought you were gonna go myself. I'd mix. (laughs) I'd breed a Vera with myself. (laughs) I'd mix a Vera with a duck. And a warthog and create Vera Duckworth. Where's the worth? Warthog. Oh, come on. You should have said a Werther's original. Oh, a Werther's original. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Come on, Jack. So thank you for those two nice owlers. And that was Hedwig's dropping. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one we've got. (laughs) Yeah. Next week. Oh no. This has been the Pottervision Podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening. As always, if you want to give us a five star rating, especially on Spotify, as you can do that now, please do. It helps us appear in the searches when people put Harry Potter in. Also, if you want to support us on Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash Pottervision. There are bonus episodes. There's a Discord server where we chat to people. It's just a little forum thing. It's nice. It's nice. There's also bonus content and uh, merchandise. Also, we're going on tour. We've got 10 more dates this year. All the tickets are available on pottervision.com. We would love to see you there. We are next in Birmingham on the 19th of January, and there are only 18 tickets left. So if you want to see us in Birmingham, you better get booking. Uh, We're also in Brighton on the 21st. Uh, So January is looking like a whole lot of fun. Next week, we are on episode 66, and we're on chapter 9 of The Goblet of Fire, The Dark Mark. You have been a 2022 new and improved Tom Laurinson. And you are the same old, perfect as ever, Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.